It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. For House of Cars. It's Thursday, January 13th, 2022. I'm Beckler. Today was a fun show. It, it always takes me a, a few days to find my groove when Shauna goes away. And today felt like the day that I found it. My wife McKenna makes several appearances on this podcast. Today she was... She popped by the studio here to do a live version of her news, which you'll hear right away. We talked about a couple other things, too. She even told us about her fake boobs. That's in the, uh, <laughs> the off-air part of this podcast toward the middle. We're going to talk about something that you just don't see anymore in 2022. I'll play the clip for you of when I took my Don Cherry impersonation through the Tim Hortons drive through We're going to have the discussion about uh, the goat of something else. One of the funniest stories that is that I've ever heard that happened to a friend of mine. I'll relay that for you. Bit of Vancouver Island softness, but first... The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, a few minutes ago, you heard the X92.9 morning news, and as a special treat, here to deliver her enormously popular version of the news <laughs> is my beautiful wife, McKenna. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. You ready to go? Yes. Let's McKenna's... X92.9 news. It's all you. <laughs> okay. Does everyone remember the popular Netflix series a couple years ago, Love is Blind? Didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's the one where the people met in like the different pods, but you couldn't see each other. And right. And they'll get like engaged at the end, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay, so Janina Jabelli was like the blonde girl who got engaged to the redhead Damien. Of course. Now, that did not work out, but she is now said to be rumored to be dating... Bachelor Nation, one of Bachelor Nation's favorite DJs, Blake Hortzman. <laughs> I'm as excited as you are. Very, this is big. How do we know this? Uh, just, what, what's the rumors based on? Just they were at the same locations, <laughs> but it's now since that's how the rumors started, but okay. it's now been since confirmed and that they are dating. And Blake has our commented top, on it. That's our top story today. That is the, that's the biggest story in the world. <laughs> Okay. That's one of the biggest stories right. in the what world. What else you got? Okay. So, <laughs> my second item. Um, so, Kendall Jenner wore a very revealing, pretty racy dress to a friend's very high-end wedding back in November. Now, she hadn't commented on this dress until a couple days ago. Um, so, I'm just going to describe the dress to you guys a little bit here because... Good, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very revealing and it... I said, um, I've worn like some pretty revealing clothes, but I wouldn't even wear this like on Halloween or anything. And she wore it to a wedding. She wore it to a very high end wedding too. (laughs) Um, Okay. So it was black. It hardly covered any of her skin. It looked like her private parts were covered, (laughs) but none of her skin was covered. Um, And yeah, fans were very upset when she posted this photo. With Hailey Bieber, um, one fan even tweeted inappropriate outfit at a wedding. Kendall Jenner, I'm embarrassed for you. Hashtag cringe. This is hard news. Hard, hard news. Do not try and outshine the bride on her wedding day. That's the moral of this story? That's the... <laughs> okay. You usually come with three stories. What is the third biggest story in the world today? Okay, so you know how there's like a hottest color every year? Yeah, color of the year or whatever. Yeah, Color of the year, yeah. So it's um, proclaimed by Pantone. Um, so the hottest color of the year for 2022 is an unapologetically bold combination of blue violet and periwinkled called very peri. 
It's a very like purpley color that you might see in like a '70s show or like. Uh huh. It's not. It's not a good color. It's bold. It's big. it's loud. Yeah. Um, I might wear it in like a workout top or something, but it really <laughs> reminds me of Barney, like the color of Barney, but just like a little bit lighter. Well, there you go. I, I feel like we're all more informed now, I guess. B and S in 20 minutes or less. I got a message from friend of the show, Carly, who uh, moved out to Vancouver Island in the summer and still listens from out there with some some softness, some Vancouver Island softness. So this was a screenshot from a like a Facebook page out there, like a rants page. It said, I heard a rumor that the kids going to school this week have been getting locked out in the morning and then locked out again at lunchtime because of COVID protocols. But it's too cold to be locking them outside. And Carly said, this is a high school and it's been plus five there. So the students have to wait outside in plus five and people aren't happy about this. Someone called it cruelty and abuse. And then there was a comment, a reply to it that said, like, this is, said, I don't, in Alberta, it's minus 23 and all students of every age down to kindergarten have to line up outside to go in in the morning, which is true. Uh, that's how it works for my kids. They wait outside and the teacher lets them in and that's kind of regardless of temperature, you dress for it, right? And someone else said, this is not Alberta, thank you. No kidding, hey? It really isn't. It's freezing out there in Vancouver Island and the kids are locked outside. So please, consider donating to the coat drive for the teens of Vancouver Island. They're freezing. They're standing outside and they're vaping. And they're freezing. You can always text PUSS to 12345 to donate $5 to the cause. VNS in 20 minutes or less. If you have cable, have you ever noticed how many different fireplace channels are on there right now? I, I swear our cable package has like five different fireplace channels. Different kinds. There's one uh, that was filmed in Banff, I think. And there's like four others. All of different, kind of slightly different themes. Like, you know, there's the one that'll come up on like Halloween or the funniest one I ever saw was at Thanksgiving and there was you know how the hand will come in and like stoke the fire and add a log every once in a while well this one had a turkey sitting in front of the fireplace and the hand would come in and baste the turkey periodically and we'd all cheer hey when the hand came in no so that I was thinking there's one missing there's a type of fireplace channel that's missing and Sean and I may have talked about this one time I don't remember but since we're here in Alberta, I think what they need is a is a redneck fireplace channel. They need like one specifically for Terry, and it's in Terry's back. It's a burn barrel. First of all, it's a it's a it's a burn barrel. It's an oil drum with a fire in it, and it's in Terry's backyard. And he's burning all kinds of stuff that he's not supposed to. Right? He's burning green wood. He's burning old Bud Light boxes. <laughs> he's gonna get a fine from the from the municipality because he's burning stuff he's not supposed to. And then he'll like flick a dart butt in every once in a while. You can kind of hear him pissing in the yard off camera. And then the highlight, the thing you're really watching for is periodically Terry will put a bit of gas on that fire. He'll throw a bit of gas in the burn barrel and it'll flare up and Terry will be, that is the, that is the fireplace channel that we deserve in this province. Give us the redneck fireplace channel. Featuring Terry. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. There's a story that popped up in my feed about a woman in BC who was reported this massage parlor after her husband came home from it with an STI. And it goes a bit deeper than that. I mean, um, she even, like, she knew he was going to this place and she went in with a picture of him and said, like, don't serve this dude. And he still went and they still did stuff to him. So 
And I'm, I'm certainly not one to uh, to shame sex work by any means. I I actually I think there's an argument to be made that with strict regulation and oversight, that might be something that we could relax our attitudes toward. But that's a conversation for a different time. I bring this up because one of the funniest stories I've ever heard involves a friend of mine attempting to go to one of these places, one of these types of massage parlors. And I forget which city this was in, but he decided that he was going to go give it a try. And he would heard about this place. So he goes there and he sits down in the waiting room and he's really nervous and his guts are kind of turning. So he goes up to the woman at the desk and says, is there a bathroom I can use? And she says, yeah, right there. He goes in and does his thing. And while he's in there, he realizes he doesn't really want to go through with it. He's not, he's not feeling it anymore. So he finishes up and he leaves the place and starts walking down the street. And the woman comes flying out the door and says, oh, so you just take a big shit and leave, huh? <laughs> and he hustled away. She's like, I know your tricks. I know what you're up to. You come in here, you stink up our bathroom, you don't even get the service, and then you leave. Yeah, I'm on to you. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. If you're a regular listener to this show, you will know that Shauna and I have this really stupid segment where we just try to decide what the goat of something is, like the greatest of all time in its category. And the category can be really anything, anything we come up with. And I was thinking about this one last night. What would be the goat of appliances the goat of household appliances i just sit in my kitchen and i was like which of these is the last one that i would part with so to just dis- to discuss this i think we got to lay some ground rules so i would say plumbing fixtures are out we can't count plumbing fixtures because tap shower toilet those are going to win probably right and they're not technically appliances they are plumbing fixtures small appliances none of those are going to win like your toaster or, or blender they're not in the conversation your soda stream your instant pot they're nice, but they're not the goats. The dishwasher. It's a pain in the ass to not have a dishwasher, but lots of places don't have them and people, they get by just fine. So I wouldn't say dishwasher. The microwave. Cool. But, and I see how when the microwave came out, when it was first introduced, that must've really blown people's minds. Hey, like this is the future. We're cooking the food and we can't see it, but I wouldn't say microwave. The stove. I mean, if you don't have a stove, you have to have a fire going. You have to start a fire anytime you want to cook something, or you have to keep the fire going all the time. Stove is a big one. Stove, in the conversation, I would say. The washer or dryer? Like, how long would laundry take you if you didn't have that? McKenna's grandma said to me once that she always laughs when she hears people our age say that they spent the day doing laundry, because she's like, no, you didn't. You threw it in, you pushed a button, and then you folded it when it was done. Like, they... She used to do it with the old ringer and the washboard and then hanging everything. And people still do hang to dry, so maybe dryer isn't the one either. The fridge and freezer prevents a lot of spoilage and food waste and like the illnesses that can come with food that goes bad. So that's a that's a contender. I would say in Canada though, the the goat of appliances is probably the furnace. Because think about that cold snap we just went through. Everything else I've listed here, you could probably get by without if you had to in a pinch. Without the furnace, no, that wouldn't be good. I would say the furnace and central heat, the goat of appliances. BNS in 20 minutes or less. Every time we go through the Tim Hortons drive through to get a coffee, my wife McKenna always says, like, do an accent, do a voice when you go to order. And I always, I always chicken out, but the other day I was like, "All right, I'll do, uh, I'll do my Don Cherry impression as we go through." And I threw this up on TikTok. 
This is what it sounded like. Don Cherry in the Tim Hortons drive-thru. Good morning. Let's get a get for you. Oh, all right. Look at this here. Can I get a medium coffee, one cream, one sweetener? Yes. Can I also get a pack of that Beaver Kids Timbits? Yeah. That's everything. Thank you. See you at the window. Thank you. You're a beauty. Support the troops. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it wasn't my best effort, but I was thinking like oftentimes many Tim Hortons employees are newer Canadians. So there's a good chance that the woman working there might not even know who Don Cherry is. You just think some crazy old guy is yelling at her in the drive through which I mean, it's kind of true. And the other thing is that the Don Cherry impression is the best when you can really yell. And I didn't want to yell and blow this poor woman's eardrums, but the kids laughed and that's what counts. And, Let's keep our stick on the ice and we'll get them next time. Right, kid? All right, support that, Chopes. Let's go. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So if you missed it, I just played the uh, the clip of when I took my Don Cherry impersonation through the drive-thru. And I posted that on TikTok. And, man, did I get a lot of negative comments. My wife, McKenna, is still here. I thought it was funny because you tried to jump in and defend me in some of the comments. <laughs> Yeah, I hate when people come at you. Online? Online. It drives me insane. I was glad that nobody really realized that it, you were my wife defending me there because then I look soft, you know? Yeah, no one really said anything. No. No. But you can't, like... <laughs> I always think it, like, makes me look weak. I appreciate you doing it, you know? It just gets me so fired up. It does get you fired up, and but I know if that... You, if you don't like something online, just move along. Why do you have to comment something that's so... Oh, know, it drives un- me crazy. Unhappy people? Yeah, like, if I see something I don't like, I'm just like, not for me, and on I go, right? But... Yeah, you uh, don't, like, take your time and comment something negatively. I remember when I first started at X, like, whenever someone would come at me on the Facebook page, <laughs> you and your sister, you were insane. You guys would be right in there, no. like... There was like one time, but I didn't do it, but I would get my sister Tegan to do it. (laughs) I get that though. Like I get the, I get like the wanting to defend your spouse, but I also think that like you kind of have to let people fight their own battles, right? Like there's no, I um, like to scrap. You like to, I know you like yeah, to scrap. Yeah, come at me. You love confrontation, <laughs> If don't anyone you? like commented something on my post, I would go crazy. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. You get, you get thicker skin after a bit. So Ben Gibber, the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie, he was married to Zoe Deschanel for a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And some... Bangs? Ju- yes. <laughs> bangs, exactly. Yeah. Um, and some journalist <laughs> said something negative about her. And he was on Twitter, like, going after the journalist, like, why don't you apologize to my wife? And I was like, you, you both look soft now, you know? See, like, I wouldn't go that far. No? No. And, like, it, when I do defend you, I don't put that, like, I don't say that I'm your wife or... <laughs> I'm his wife, and you need to know that, like, that'd be way worse. <laughs> or, like, um, Dallas Green of City and Color, he wrote a song about the people who criticize his wife online. And it's, like, the whiniest yeah. song he's written, for sure. So it's not so, good. I think it has the opposite effect. So do like, you want me to stop doing it? I don't, well, I'm I not going to stop doing it. You love to scrap, don't you? <laughs> Give me a confrontation. I love it. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was chuckling because the first for your news there, you forgot to take out your Invisalign. I know, so, and I had the biggest lisp. <laughs> oh, and I was so nervous to go on, and then... <laughs> as soon as you started talking, I was like, oh, she's got her Invisalign in. I guess we're lisping this. <laughs> we're going with the lisp. So much spit hey. in my mouth. <laughs> cool lisp you got there. <laughs> you sound like our son Brigham. I know. Don't tell me that. You should have just left it, and then I wouldn't have been so self-conscious about it. Hey, since you're here, uh, we were talking earlier, I was talking about the goat of appliances. 
like the the greatest household appliance. Okay. Which is the last appliance you would part with? Mm, I'm gonna go with the air fryer. You think the air fryer is the greatest appliance of all time? Yeah. More so than the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> or the stove? <laughs> mm -hmm. You love the air fryer. You can bake it in, you can warm things up, you can toast things, you can. You do crisp some magic things. with the air fryer, I'll give you that. It's my, it's my favorite thing ever. What are those um those chicken things you're making? Oh, Chick chicken bombs? Chicken bombs? Chicken bombs. Okay, so you whip, <laughs> you whip the chicken or you, sh like you shred it with a, a handheld mixer, right? Yeah, so first I put it in Instant Pot instant pot and then i shred it and then you like add cheese to it and then you like just roll them up like i season them and then you roll them up with your hands and you stick them in the air fryer and then they crisp up. oh they're so good they are phenomenal they're so yeah. good they're my new favorite dinner that we have i think yeah and i mean i guess while you're here too we might as well answer the question that everyone's wondering how are the new boobs <laughs> <laughs> how are the boobs doing What's that new boob? What's that fake boob life like? Andrew. Oh, I guess no, I can't call you Andrew Beckler. What? They're good. Honestly, I, I like them. Would you do it again? Yes. Yeah. They're, yeah. yeah they look quite nice. So, <laughs> Thank big you. Big fan over on this side of the desk. Well, I hope so. <laughs> VNS in 20 minutes or less. You love your car. Bet you'd love lower interest and lower payments, too. Refinance your auto loan with House of Cars and love the freedom of having more money in your pocket. Visit HouseOfCarsCalgary.com. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Entomology with Beckler. Did you know there are same-sex encounters in the insect world? Like we know there's homosexuality in larger species, but I didn't realize that insects of the same sex will sometimes go each other, too. Like, and I don't use the term same-sex relationships because I don't think there are like deep, meaningful connections between beetles, say, or ants. And also because apparently these encounters are often due to confusion or trickery, even trickery. So because they're like always under the threat of being eaten, I guess insects, they have to be pretty quick about it. And often they don't have time to take a good look and see who they've got. They just kind of grab a partner and clap cheeks. Sometimes, I was reading, they... Sometimes it's not even another insect. Like, there is evidence of beetles trying to go a glass bottle because they, they think it's just a really big female. So they really don't know. Uh, sometimes a male insect might plunk another male insect because it still smells like the female that it was recently plunking. So they're not, like, having a good look. Or I guess a male will sometimes rinse another male in hopes that when that male rinses a female, it will be his genes passed on. And I'm going to leave the specific details uh, of how that might happen out of this conversation. You can imagine that. Apparently, there sometimes are like encounters between females, but they do it for the purpose of looking bigger, to look bigger than one. Here's the wildest part, though, in, in, in my reading about this. We were talking yesterday about how brutal nature is, how, how, how metal it can be. Well, because of these encounters, which, I mean, are quite violent at times, some male beetles, or some male insects even, have developed female-like parts just so they don't get punctured and killed in one of these encounters. That's pretty metal. Entomology with Beckler. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Here's a throwback for unofficially Throwback Thursday. Uh, I'm watching the show Mr. Robot right now, which I don't know if you've seen. It's super weird. I'm on season three. I don't really know what's going on in the show, but I'm enjoying it. I'm <laughs> just along for the ride, I guess. 
But in the episode we watched last night, one of the characters takes a pen and he writes down a name on his hand. And I thought, yeah, we used to write important things on our hands, didn't we? Like addresses, phone numbers, names. Nobody does that anymore. You will not see someone with anything written on their hand in pen in 2022. You put it in your phone. You text it to yourself. McKenna texts me our entire grocery list, and it drives me nuts because we have, a, we have a note for that. We have a shared note on the iPhone. We could both edit. You know, I bet if I went home and looked right now, I'd be lucky to find one pen in our entire house because nobody writes things down anymore. My, one of my good friends, he was the last in our group of friends to get a cell phone in high school. So he had... He, he would carry around loose pieces of paper in his pocket with people's numbers written on them. You'd look crazy doing that now. Or if you're, if you're older, and I'm even older than me, did you ever get a potential love interest's number on a night out and write it on your hand? And then you try your best like not to either wash it off or sweat it off before you got home. It's pretty gross. You go through all that trouble just to get home and find out she gave you the number for a pizza place. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I heard an interesting proposal this week. Because as you, I'm sure you know by now, Quebec is basically ready to find people who don't have the vaccine yet. And I really can't believe that option is on the table. But this proposal I heard said, like, before going that far, have they tried bringing the vaccine right to people? Like, like at their houses? Because there have to be some people who are still unvaccinated due to reasons of inconvenience, and, and that's it. And if you don't believe me, look at what happened in the Northeast here in Calgary. It had the lowest vaccination rate in the city until like a, over 100 community groups came together and they made a huge effort to get that number up. They had clinics everywhere and they drove people to appointments and it worked. And the Northeast is now at a vaccination rate of 99% of eligible people. It's, that's remarkable. So, like, if someone knocked on the door and said, hey, we've got the vaccine right here. Do you want it? Would that help? I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting idea. Like, there's always going to be holdouts, of course, and there's going to be holdouts even with these fines coming in in Quebec. And there might be some people who would complain about being harassed at their home, but they could always just decline if they were dead set against it. And there would be a cost to doing it like this, but it would be nothing in comparison to what we've spent so far on the pandemic. You could even do it like a bottle drive. Hand out cards the big week before. I'd be like, we're going to be here on Saturday morning. We're going to have a bunch of nurses in a retrofitted ice cream truck. We're even going to play a familiar tune as we come down the street so that you know it's us. Needle shot, shot, shot. Needle, needle, needle shot. Needle shot, needle jab. Needle, needle, needle shot. You've been listening to the B&S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. For House of Cars. Until January 15th, enter to have House of Cars wipe out your debt for free. No strings attached. Visit houseofcarscalgary.com. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have B&S in 20 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.